This week's episode of This Is My Bourbon Podcast is brought to you by The Restillery. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of This Is My Bourbon Podcast. I'm Perry. I'm your host, and I am super excited to have a friend of the show, fr- mutual friend through uh, other shows as well. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> 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 we won't talk too much about old Daisy Batch one, trust me. <laughs> uh, Dixon Deadman of uh, the Beaumont Inn and the Old Owl Tavern. Did I say that right? Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, that's okay. great. Yeah. <laughs> Dixon, welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Thank you for, for allowing me to uh, have the opportunity to, to be on the show. Allowing you? What does that mean? No, I, just, <laughs> you know, I, you know you're, you're, you're sticking your neck out there, putting another, you know, putting this, this <laughs> uh, microphone in front of, of this redneck, you know. So last time we saw each other uh, was back in August. We were at Southern Whiskey Society. Um, I was a victim that night, by the way. I just, I don't know where you're going with this, but I was a victim. No, it was a good time. I, oh, we, it was a good time, all yeah, right. Yeah, yeah we, we had quite a bit of fun, and uh-huh. the after party was great, and we won't go into it too much to preserve uh, reputations. I, shoot, I didn't stick around. It was not in my best interest. Uh. No, it was a good time. I mean, we, uh, you know, got to connect for the first time there and um, talk a little bit about uh, Kentucky Owl and, you know, all the cool things that you're doing. But, you know, we'll, we'll go into it a little bit more, of course, uh, throughout the course of this episode. But uh, before we do that, I, I recently introduced a new segment called Flying Blind, where I like to try something that is either new to me or we've tried before and haven't had in a while. And in this case, it's going to be something you have never had before. And I blinded you with a, it's an old Granddad 114 bottle, but there's something in there that uh, is not old Granddad 114. Um, so I figured, you know, see, of see first, what the master yeah, himself. First thing out of the gate, <laughs> put, me in a, put a microphone in front of me and then say, give me your thoughts on this whiskey you've never had before. This is where I heard somebody's feelings or. Oh, you say whatever you want to. I won't. I, I know that there are plenty of people who won't take offense to it. I know this is like, this is like work, man. <laughs> well, we'll just go with like immediate reactions then. I won't go, you know, too deep into, you know, tasting notes or, or whatever. But what do you think? What do you think, Dixon? Well, I don't think it's really, um, it's, you know, it's, it's not something... To me, it's first blush, first taste of the day. It, that's saying something for me to make it to 4 o'clock for the first <laughs> taste of the day. You know? I get stressed around 2 o'clock, and I'm like, I think I need to go sample something. I'm going to go work on batch yeah, i got to go do some work. <laughs> um, it's not, I don't think it's some like crazy vintage old dusty thing or something like that. Yeah. Um, and initially, I, and I, I am... Very much a 
sensory taster. Yeah. Um, and I am a location, you know, pal, lo- location on the palate. Like sure. that's, that's, that's where my mind goes to things. Yeah. Um, this to me is not overly high in proof, but it's also, um, very much spreads across the middle of the palate. Yeah. And it's not on the tip of the tongue. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, some super sweet, um, weeded product. And it's not some really high rye spice bomb finish thing. It really spreads across the, um, the middle of the palate, which to me would indicate a, a lesser amount of rye in the mash bill and potentially a higher uh, malt content in the mash bill. Sure. Is what I would think initially. <laughs> well, you're definitely right about the uh, lesser rye content because it is a weeded whiskey. Oh, okay. Bourbon. It's um, a weed of bourbon. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, in that sense, you know, I, I don't want to say anything <laughs> ugly. Um, I don't think there's anything, there's nothing, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I would, um, I don't, but this doesn't strike me as having significant barrel interaction to really get a certain rich, sweet mouth, you know, sure. mouth feel that you expect from some older, yeah, weeded distillates. I so mean, it's it, definitely not, you know, it's not some big spice thing on the back, but right. it, it's not as far, it, it's not as forward on the on the palate, right, indicating the inclusion of more of those caramelized sugars from the, from the barrel. So if, if this went into a batch of Kentucky Owl, this would definitely benefit from more time in the barrel. Is what kind of what you're... I, I would, if, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> You seemed very hesitant to answer that question. You know, you're probably going to tell me that this is like my good friend down the road stuff <laughs> or something like that. And then I'm going to have to be like, oh, no. No. It's, so this was a, an experiment I actually did with blending. Um, and it was Weller Special Reserve, Old Fitz, Bottled and Bond, and then Maker's Cast Strength. And it was equal parts be, between the three. And it's kind of been mingling for a, a hmm. few months now. Um, but I... Just thought I'd just thought I'd bring something to the table. Well, that you it was Weller what? Special Reserve. Okay, just the regular ninety proof Weller. Yeah, so I think what you what you've got is you've got essentially youthful weeded distillate. Yeah, you know what I'm sure. saying. I mean that's 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 yeah. it. And yeah. and I guarantee you that if we poured this next to, and I'm happy to go find something so that we can prove this. Um, all right, I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what this is. They no, cheered. You're pulling. That's what I'm here for. Man, look at how much darker that is than what I poured. So what you've got is you've got weeded distillate. And this is this is this would be similar barrels to what I put in the single barrels of Kentucky Owl that we mm-hmm. did. Um, this was a, a very prominent in batch six. Um, it was also in batch seven, a little bit in batch eight, but uh, yeah. What you've got is weeded distillate that's spent, uh, t- you know, a lifetime. It spent like four years in a new barrel and then was rebarreled uh, a second time. 
and, and you know, so you've got that forced, um, that that really it's it's kind of a double aging, but it's a lot of a lot of that barrel exposure, um, and it shows through. <laughs> for sure. So I think if you think about it, for me, think about how much further forward towards the tip of your tongue, yeah, this is absolutely. than this one, mm-hmm. and that's that's the development and inclusion um or the exposure to the oak and, and the drawing in of those of those natural sugars that, right. that have been caramelized so nothing wrong with with <laughs> with, with yours i mean it's not going anywhere towards no, you I'm, know i'm not gonna lie to you like knowing that it was something that you threw together and you didn't like pour me something that, <laughs> that it was a buddy's distance. Well, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Made you feel a little better yeah, about it. Yeah, okay. okay, well, that's good. That's good. And I mean, I feel better about it, too, that you, you know, can ease into it a little bit more. No, I'm just kidding. Man, this is, this is really good, though. This is fabulous. And is this just straight from the barrel, too? I straight mean, from the barrel, yeah. My goodness. No, I, I, I do like the, the comparison between the two, though. And, like, I, I completely get what you're... Because this is about 100 proof-ish. Mm-hmm. And to drink this next to something that's straight from the barrel. So, I mean, barrel proof, I mean, really shows what a, a little bit longer in the barrel can do. Yeah, but I think it's the same thing as drinking Weller Special Reserve next to Weller 12. Mm-hmm. It's a richer, more syrupy, sweeter. It's further. It just, you know, it, and it's just, that's just the barrel interaction sure. that, take, that takes place. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Your blend is really growing on me, though. I'm serious. <laughs> Suck it, Grease. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's good to hear, though. I, I appreciate that. So, um, you know, feel free to use it in whatever you need to in yeah. the future. If, if you know, whatever. Whatever. I'm throwing that out there for you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, I, that's, been, that's been, that's documented. That's <laughs> Hey, uh, one of the other things I like to ask, too, uh, at the top of the episode is what you've been drinking recently. So, Dixon, what have you been drinking or tasting recently? Um, I have been tasting a lot of stuff. Um, I have uh, been on a real gin and tonic tear here lately. Yeah? No, I'm just kidding. I mean, (laughs) yes, sometimes. It's it's funny (laughs) when I, um, the more I spend... Uh, or, you know, when I have to really start working on, on you know, and I, I realize that that sounds super lame. Like, oh, I was working on, bur- like, people are like, does I that, don't it, think it does. Really? Like, no, you're no. you're sitting, you know, I know, but people are like, so really, sure. like, you're, you sit around and drink bourbon all afternoon <laughs> and you call that work? And, um, but it's, it's funny, like, you know, I go home and, and, and sit down with, with, with my wife and like, she's having a drink and you know, there's a hundred bottles of open bourbon there. And, you know, and it is the last place I want to go. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you, you drink it all. Yeah, you know, and it's of just course. like, if I have to taste bourbon, <laughs> I don't care what it is, you know, it's like um, taking work home with. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's, I don't know. That's goofy. We, you know, but, um, I have, um, just received uh, a couple 
Four Roses private selections from some different, you know. Very cool. Uh, and and I participated in those picks, so people were nice enough to oh, send nice. me like a bottle, you know. And, and it's, I mean, that's you talk about another, you know, tough. It's like you, know, you get this call. It's like, hey, we've never met, but uh, we're going to be picking a barrel at Four Roses at ten <laughs> o'clock on Tuesday. Would you, you have any interest? And I'm like, I'll be there. <laughs> you know. So no question. Yeah. That's, 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 <laughs> So that's, that's cool, though. I mean, no, it's it, great. It, I like that people are, you know, willing to approach you and and you know want you. Well, to be I'm a, part a of very difficult too. individual to approach. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I mean, super intimidating. I mean, the yeah. fact that I emailed you and five minutes later you got right back to me. I mean, that's just indicative of how hard you are to uh, well, you know, was, communicate. Yeah, with. I, I was working. <laughs> um, with a whole bunch of. Samples in front of me, and my laptop just happened to be open. But it, it worked out, <laughs> and that's encouraging too. So I just recently opened up this bottle of the uh, Bellmead Cast Strength Reserve, yeah, um, which I have found to be just an incredible pour um, at the price, at the proof, and sure. everything. You know, there aren't a whole lot of fifty, forty sub dollar bourbons out there right now. Uh, you know, that are of this quality mm. and this high of proof too. And so I. You know, I, I brought it to the table. The reason I brought it to the table is because the first time that I had it was actually at Southern Whiskey Society, and I don't know if you made it around to the Bell Mead table or not. I, you know, I did not. And um, I, again, I, I would, I, I was, a, I was a victim at this past. Was this this past time or yeah? Or the last, yes, yeah. I was, I was definitely a victim this time around. <laughs> and um, you know, explain what you mean the, by that. The, the people who took advantage of me know who they are. <laughs> Um, I, I do hope they're listeners of yours, because um, I'm calling them out. You know, I'm gonna, but I'm going to text one of them right now. Well, it's not the it's not the normal suspects. Oh, okay. Um, or I mean, they were they watched and laughed, but you know, there was just a couple <laughs> people that just thought it would be really fun after I got done to bring in about. 15 different things and say, "Hey, try this. Now try this. Now try this." And I had. Um, and, and, you know, I, I will admit to being a willing victim, but I was definitely a victim. Um, <laughs> so I didn't make it very far from, uh, from our table, except for a couple of trips to get something to eat. Cause sure. Yeah, but. yeah. And then up to the stage too, to, to oh, yeah, sit down with bad. them. But yeah, <laughs> that was a fun conversation to listen yeah, to. Too, I'm sure. Yeah, but anyway, I just wanted to bring this along because, you know, I, I really like this bottle and don't Let's know do whether it. or not you... Uh, oh, yeah. look who's... Yeah, I yeah, see that. That's mm-hmm. that's one of the people that I, uh, I... They were not guilty. It was not them. It was, oh, yeah. No, it was, it, was a, it was a... I'm going to let him think that it was... That's fine. Though, for that, a little that's bit. Fine. That's yeah. fine. It wouldn't have been him anyway. No, was, I know. I know. His, his, his accomplice. He yeah. was... Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and I was uh, victimizing his accomplice as well okay. in, in the meantime. But anyway... Yeah, you know, that um, was a funny thing. I don't know, you know, I, I very, very truly, um, you know, got the, I mean, the, the story that, that Chris Thomas tells about, you know, just ran, he just randomly said, hey, can you, would you be interested in doing Southern Whiskey Society? Yeah. And, you know, um, after everything that had gone on, with you know and, and and it you know i wanted to i wanted to make sure that kentucky house still had a presence in 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 the south you know we're still you know kentucky still gets more kentucky out than anybody else but I, you know and, and so the southern whiskey society and getting involved and in, 
an event like that was something that was really important to me and something that really sounded like fun. So, you know, I did. I, I jumped on it. And I had no idea what to expect. Um, and, you know, it was such an amazing event. But the next thing you know, like, you know, we're, we're I'm half drunk in the back of a Tesla going <laughs> zero to 60 and <laughs> in, in two seconds with Will and the Grease and Chris Thomas. And, I, you know, I'm kind of like, where... Am I? But <laughs> this is, you know, quite an adventure at the same time. So, um, you know, naturally, it's or, or you know, obviously, it's turned into to more, and 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 then with um, you know, doing the second one and, and everything. Yeah, is, and and you know, there's nothing that can harm you by going to an event like that and promoting your brand sure. either, because you know, I think that. You're in an interesting situation where you want to promote something that is so near and dear to your family, you know, the Kentucky Owl brand, and to your heritage that, you know, people at, at times could look at it like a gimmick, mm-hmm. you know? So the, the fact that you are willing to go to things like Southern Whiskey Society or continue to host tastings here at, at, at the end, you know, it's a, it's a real testament to the fact that you still see yourself as a person and you still want to establish yourself as a person behind a brand. Yes. I mean, I, I that, that is a very nice compliment. And I, and I, <laughs> and, I, and, I and I certainly, um, I certainly appreciate that. Um, I think one of the, unintended um things that is transpired unintended i don't mean to call it an unintended consequence but um that there's a little bit of um a brand of there's kentucky out and i want to promote kentucky out and i want to be you know and and i want everyone to be very clear about the fact that you know, Kentucky Owl is, is, is me. I'm doing Kentucky Owl. I do it right here. Yeah. Um, there's not, you know, I, I, I don't just go um, put on the um, logoed shirt and, and rep it when I want to or whatever, but that, you know, that, that no, um, as, you know, as long as I'm involved uh, with Kentucky Owl, nobody's touching Kentucky Owl but, but, but me. Um, yeah. And, but also, you know, kind of appreciate that, you know, people have, um, you know, it's it, there's more. To, it, it's not that they're just a fan of a brand. They seem to they seem to enjoy um, engaging with with me, and that's that's part yeah. of the real um, part of you know, or maybe the thing I enjoy most about um, you know about being in this industry or what we're doing is kind of um, you know, being being a person and being a real person, not just a, um, you know just a brand, and and yeah. that's like you get the emails and people send the pictures and they're like, hey, um, just got engaged and you know we've been waiting for the right time and we just cracked open you know this batch number two I've been saving for you know or yeah. um, had some people in here a couple nights ago and and uh, this guy uh, had bought a um, a batch seven and um, his his granddaughter was born and so he actually took it into the hospital and they got those little styrofoam cups out of the um you know the coffee lounge (laughs) or whatever and they toasted with 
And it was awesome. I, like yeah. those are the things that are that are really cool. Or just getting to meet people, or you know, telling lies, or having too much to drink, or whatever. You know, it's good. I mean, that's that's what's that's what's fun about all this. And well, and and it, you know, excites me too to hear that you are that excited and interested and invested in the the storytelling aspect of it all too. So aside from being a, you know, it. it it, it's in some ways a whiskey maker, you know, or a whiskey blender. Do you consider yourself a storyteller, too? I come from a long line of storytellers, you know, <laughs> and, and I mean, you know, of course. And and but I was born and raised, and still um, very much in, in in the hospitality industry. Sure. And hospitality um, is is about I don't mean to say entertaining, but you know, it's, 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 that's, that's part of it. And that's sure. not, you know, I, that's just the way I'm wired. You know, I'm not wired to just, Hey, I'm Dixon Devin. Thank you for being here. You know, whatever. <laughs> Do you, does that, you know what I'm saying? No, like, you're not just a face. You are. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, like actually really, I mean, I, I really, and it's not, again, it's not just, not just Kentucky. I mean, my, my life is, is engaging with people and, of course. and you know, and, and stuff. And so, um, you know, this is just kind of another platform for that as well, I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pouring your bell mead. You're going for the bell mead? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, Go not, for it, I'm not even asking permission. <laughs> I'm just doing it. I'm not going to tell you no. I hope you, I hope you know that. I'll go for that next yeah, time. I'll pour you some too. Yeah, I appreciate that. Oh, you're very welcome. And then uh, I think yeah. at some point I have to have you try this uh, oh, wow. Jim Beam from 78. Nice. Which I, uh, look, I don't know where you were in the night um, that Saturday at Southern Whiskey Society. In 1978 or? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I did throw a sample on your lap uh, while you were sitting up with Will and the Grease of this particular bourbon, but I realized that there's a chance. Was it a sample bottle or did I? Yeah, it was it? a little sample bottle. That's what that is. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> I know what's in the mystery sample bottle I got at home. <laughs> Brought back from Tennessee. Well, cleared a few things up at this point. Okay, well, we'll try a little bit of it, yeah. and then you can actually, you know, have it mm -hmm. uh, have it at home. It's, it, it's going to be very familiar, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Man, one of the things I love about this, the, the Bell Mead, is it has kind of a vintage mustiness to the, to sure. the nose on it, you know, it, which is interesting for, I mean, it, it, it's a whiskey that came out this year. It came out a few months ago, you know, um, 114 proof, right? Um, you know, this is, this, am I okay to say that this reminds me of, did you ever have the, um, Carruthers Bellmead pick that, that's the one that those, that um, they talked about, all they the time. talk about yeah. all the time. I've actually not had it. Um, the very similar vein yeah. to this. There's a certain, and this is not in a bad way. This is not grease sounding like a moron screaming gushers and stuff like that. But there's like a, there's like a, a plum or grapey kind of note, yeah. like a, a fruit, like a, a, a deep fruit note. I Absolutely. Mean, it's, it's just, it's, 
That's a great bottle. Yeah, and and it complements so well all of those traditional like caramel notes that you you know would mm-hmm. just get out of a standard bottle of bourbon, and it just seems to. It seems like they really took the time to figure out what it was they wanted to go into, you know, their next release. And this, this is, I think, you know, a very elevated product. I would agree. Yeah, especially at this the, price range. The uh, mouthfeel of the, the, the syrupy kind of oh, rich yeah. quality is exceptional. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I had to take another sip. Sorry. No. <laughs> no. So. No, listen, please drink as much of it as you want. It's no big deal. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> As much as the bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back yourself out. Yeah. So Batch 8 just came out mm-hmm. of uh, of Kentucky Owl. So you are how many years into – is it actually eight years into the, the no, Kentucky Owl brand? No, the first um, – Batch 1 was 2014. Oh, wow. And then the reason we, we got a lot of uh, batches in there um, was that we did Batch 2 in September of 15. And then I really wanted to try this single barrel thing. So we actually did batches three, four, and five were all single barrels released in December of, um, of 2015. Yeah. And so they were just, you know, 200 to 225 bottles in each of those yeah. very small batches. And um, that went well. That, that, <laughs> that, that went well. Um, There's a little bit of, like... Pride behind that. I heard, no, I heard was, that in your voice. It was cool. It was, okay. it was, it was awesome. Um, and it, you know, it, but it, it, it's one of those things, um, contract bottling a single barrel um, and, and keeping that moving. And I, there's just a lot of things that, you know, I'd, I'd love to bring that concept back one day. Um, I would love to. It's it's just it's a little tough logistically, especially sure. at that time, um, to 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 determine what barrels you would reserve for a single barrel program, what barrels you would keep to put into the you know I, mean, I just didn't have it or right. don't have it now to to kind of do that. I mean, yeah. if we get there one day, I would love to um, love to be able to do that. But so, what is then kind of your your long-term vision for Kentucky Owl? I mean, is it, you know, an an infinite number of batches, or are you just kind of going batch by batch? To be totally honest, I'm not quite sure I can admit to ever having a long-term vision for Kentucky Owl. Sure. Um, You know, we we didn't really start with a plan other than we thought this would be a lot of fun, and and I wanted to... um, I wanted to, to 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 put a Kentucky Owl label back out there, and mm-hmm. if if it didn't sell, I could say that we had done it. I had some bottles held back for my kids. Uh, my dad and I could crack a bottle and 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 toast at Christmas, and you know, and just kind of um, and and it. It sure took off a lot faster than I would have anticipated. So, um, as as far as saying what is the goal, you know, my my goal is only to um, continue to create 
what I think is is the best combination of what is available to me, you know, and 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 put it out there. And that's that's really what what my goal is. Um, and I don't, you know, I'm not. I don't have these benchmarks like, oh, I need to be at this case volume at this point, or I need to be at that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. Um, I don't even. That doesn't even. It's not even on my it's radar. It's not something you process. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I'm sure that that is kind of exciting for the the artistry side of it too. You know, it gives you the freedom to do exactly what you want with it and not be confined to time limits or. Yeah, to, I mean, I, let me let me point out that. Go ahead. Yeah. You know, I do have this obviously this relationship with with Stoli. Yeah. Yeah, and, of course. Um, so it's a you know they're very supportive, um, and it's been a you know, it's a learning process for everybody. You know, trying to figure out and you know and 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 you know going to explain um, the angel share. That, that didn't go over real well, <laughs> you know. So, um, you know, and, and and so, you know, I I can't, you know, I I can only give them the information that I have and tell them, look, I, you know, this is what I'm comfortable doing, and this is what I'm, you know, this is what I'm interested in doing, and yeah. and this is what I think is best for this brand, and. And they're very receptive to that, and they're very yeah. supportive of that. And and there's, I mean, I won't, you know, there's there's discussions sometimes about like, hey, what do, could we do this? And it's like, I don't think that's a great idea, <laughs> and here's why. And and they're very receptive to that, and very, um, you know, so um, there's a lot of things. I mean, I'm sure you've got on your list to talk about the distillery and all this kind of stuff. And, and, and quite frankly, like I, you know, my job is to, is the whiskey. Yeah. My, my, my job, uh, my relationship with them is to, you know, I'm telling my story. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I've got to, you know, I, I'm not, I have to be able to sleep at night. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I've got to be of able. So I've I, I got to tell my story, and I've got to be proud of of what I'm what I'm putting in the bottle. And if that ever changes, then I you know. But um, so there's a lot of that. You know, the, the story is a, is a fabulous project, it's an amazing pro- amazing project. And it's going to be. Um, I, I I can't even really wrap my mind around what it's probably going to be, but. That's 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 a long term project. Sure. And and you know, so I just I've just got to be you know, I, I you know, I just take every day, worry about what I gotta worry about, what about worry about what I can control and, and, and you know, and, 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 and be proud of, of what, you know, I'm I'm doing and, and the process that I'm a part of. Yeah, so. Absolutely. Well I I mean we we will get to talking about the, the distillery too at some point, but you know it I have to kind of back up a little bit and ask you, what is it that allows Dixon Deadman, Master Blender, to sleep at night? Then you know, I mean, what what is it that eases your your 
thoughts and worries and fears about what you're doing or, or you know, what's going on with your product in the bourbon rye, the whiskey world? Yeah, I mean, it, it basically because um, I like to think of myself as, as a pretty pretty humble and pretty genuine um, and, and, you know, I, I have a, I have a history, I have a legacy, a family legacy. I have um, things I'm very proud of. I'm proud of, um, you know, what we've been able to accomplish here at the end. I'm proud of what we've, um, you know, been able to accomplish with Kentucky Owl. I'm proud yeah. of, um, and, and I'm proud of every single drop of every single um, whiskey that that today and moving forward i have been responsible for going into the market and i'm I'm proud of that and you know um i feel like it's uh you know it's it's part of of um of me you know who i am uh being true to what i think is important being true to you know kind of the the goals i've set for myself and and the standard i have for myself and 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 so um you know, that's, that's, I, that's part of, you know, how I sleep at night. The other part is, you know, <laughs> a healthy pour right before bed. You know, like. Well, w- what I'm getting from it then is that you, you recognize and accept deadlines. And that once that point of, I can't do anything else about the way that this product is received or, you know, the numbers behind it, you know, once you understand that that's out of your hands, that helps you function day to day. You know, that's a, um, I know where you're going with that. And, and I mean, there are, multiple sides to every, you know, I mean, listen, I just had to run into a liquor store a second ago, um, to pick up something, um, this bottle of wine for my wife after I dropped my daughter off. Cause she was like, we got some people coming over here. And I was like, <laughs> All right, I'll be right back. Um, but I had to run into this liquor store a second ago and Kentucky Owl Rye batch two. Mm-hmm. It's right there on the counter. And it's, you know, it's three ninety nine ninety nine. Um, you know, I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that, you know, that, I mean, that bothers me. Um, no, I'm sure that price. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah, I mean, it kills me, yeah. you know, um, I'm all for, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I know that there are, you got a little bit of water left in your glass. I don't want you to dilute a 90 proof bourbon already. I, you know, I realize that that store owners are in the business of making money. I get it. I totally get it. Sure. Um, and I, you know, because I, I want everybody to make as much money as they can, you know, I, you know, but um, that's, you know, I, I, that's not, that was not what I had in mind. Now, excuse me. Um, there, yeah, there, it's, it's a weird place to be in where, um, on the one side, uh, I'm trying not to like say anything that's going to make me sound like a jerk, but <laughs> on on the one side, as a producer, 
if you uh, if you know what somebody's paying for a bottle, you know what they're what they're taking it in for, and then you know what you know what they're trying to get at retail, and if they get that or close to that, um, and you know that they're putting significantly more cash in their pocket just from taking it in the back door and watching it go out the front, yeah. then, um, you know, their, their, their net is, is greater than yours. Um, sure. Absolutely. You know, I, so I, there's, there's a certain, I think on the business side, there's, and, and, and I, let me tell you, nobody asked me what I think the price of Kentucky house should be anymore. You know, I'm not in that, that's not a conversation I'm, I'm a part of. Um, you heard it here first. Right. Because <laughs> um, a lot of people are willing to let you cop the blame for that. You know, they, they go, you know, oh, it's, you know, $200 above uh, it, MSRP. It, you know, what's Dixon thinking about, all, uh, you know, when he does this? But yeah, I, I don't, I don't, when they, you know, they put their sticker price on that thing. You know, they don't call me and say, hey, are you okay with this? You know. Um, I don't know. It, it's just a, it's a weird, it's a weird space. You know, I, there's, and, and, and I'm, I'm not, I'm, I go, I go hunting for, I go looking for stuff. I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm an equal, I, I don't, I'm not just sitting at home drinking Kentucky Owl all the time. <laughs> I love bourbon. I love all bourbons. I love whiskeys, you know, and and there are things I see all the time. I think, gosh, I would love to have that bottle, but I'm not paying that price. So, so to that end, what are you what are you drinking when you're not, you know, sipping on Kentucky Owl? Well, like I said, I mean, I, I drink a lot of Four Roses. I drink a lot of I I I, I, I love different picks. I love yeah. you know I I love trying kind of things that are um, a little bit off profile from what I'm used to having. And, sure, and you know, so I'm I I, I love. Um, good rye whiskey, um, you know, and, and, and so I'm, I, I have, you know, you know how it is. I mean, I, there's a lot of stuff oh, over yeah, at my absolutely. house and I, you know, you just kind of like what, what moving <laughs> through bottles, pushing through bottles and what looks good and, and, and whatever. But I don't know. I, I just, I am very conflicted on that whole argument of, you know, what's going on at the, retail price point level and i think it's a i think it's a much larger conversation than just saying oh those xyz company is just is jacking up prices to try to make you know what i mean like yeah. I, I mean i'm not i'm not trying to defend um anybody or or really put the onus on anybody but i think yeah. i think it's it, there are a lot of factors going on there as to why this, you know, you're start, you, you continue to see the price points of things, you know, go up and up and up. And, and the reality is if people are willing to pay insane prices, then people are going to charge insane prices. And, and, and I think that's the, you know, kind of unfortunate side of it too, is that, you know, despite the fact that, you know, people are still interested in trying good bourbon, good whiskey, you know, that they are spending, that much on it and and there are companies that are taking advantage mm. uh, of those people too but so we, we are checking out this Jim Beam from mm. it's like, 1978 like butterscotch candy isn't it yeah it's just like yeah. the little yellow 
candy and the yeah, that your grandparents yeah. had. Right. Yes. Yeah. I think that's actually pretty close to what Will said. Yeah, the, it's not like the, but it's not the, like the Werthers. It's like the yellow mm-hmm. one, you know, like the bright yellow one. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about. There is something kind of, I don't, I don't know what it is specifically, but almost grassy, sitting somewhere towards the the middle or back of a palate too that I'm latching onto, and it may be just kind of like a general earthiness to it as well. I can see, to me, I can see more of like a, like a straw. Okay. Um, you know, I, like grassy oil is sense. more like sure. green and tannic and bitter to me is right. in my mind. There's like a, it's like a, like a, like it's like straw. Like yeah, straw, absolutely. Like, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. And I guess it's just, you know, what I'm trying to, uh, you know, I, I, I compare it to is just, you know, smaller. No, no, no. <laughs> I, th- so that's what I love, like, um, it, like kind of a dried, like the... I, I, I know exactly what you're saying. But I, yeah. you know, I, I'm so, I, I'm so focused on, laser focused on um, both kind of the sensory thing, but also... You know, sometimes I taste something and I'm like, oh my gosh, this reminds me of the way that um, our lake house smelled in the morning when I, you know what I mean? Like it just yeah, puts absolutely. you in weird spots. I, mean, I was with a guy the other night, he's one of my, one of my good friends and he's great and he just tastes something. He's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this tastes like when you finish a popsicle and then you chew on the popsicle stick. <laughs> like he was like, that's what it tastes like. <laughs> I, you know, but it's just I, I love things like that. The, yeah, you know, the, those types of associations. And and I think too, what that is kind of implying is the, you know, the 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 deep seated history that has gone into bourbon production too. And you know, a big part of Kentucky Owl has been your history, has been your legacy with mm. the Bowman Inn and with the. The Deadman family with your your namesake. So, what is it about, you know, what they were doing back then that has influenced the way that you have wanted to approach Kentucky Al and and your whiskey? Well, <clears throat> I know that's a little no, like, multi layered. Well, I, you know, I'm just thinking about. It's funny. I got it. Go answer some questions about something very similar here in just a little bit, but um, <laughs> it'll be even better after a few pours with you. You know, my <laughs> uh, the, the the first thing that comes to mind when you ask that question is, you know, we, we so the inn celebrates a hundred years next year. Yeah, um, and and so there's. I, I'm being, I've got to go answer some questions um, put to me by this, this, this um, writer was, was asking me these questions in a, in a phone interview. And I was like, look, that's, that's the way, I don't mean to say deeper, but that, that just requires a lot more thought than, than me firing off, you know, what, what comes to mind. And she was like, totally understand. And want this, she was like, I want you to be able to, answer these um, with some thought so um but to her what she was kind of asking was um like what what how she she asked it but you know my whole my answer to her was you know we didn't 
we didn't make changes for the sake of making changes. Um, we didn't do things just for the sake of doing things or because we didn't like what we, you know, we, yeah. you, 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 you change what you're doing and you kind of, your business changes, your model changes, mm-hmm. your, your, your market changes, what you're doing changes in an effort to survive, in an effort to thrive, in an effort to continue, uh, you know, the, the legacy that you're leading in an effort to continue to, you know, uh, tradition is, is something that, that, that happens over time. And, and so you, um, you know, if, if you really love what you're doing and you believe in what you're doing and you're proud of what you're doing and you want to continue to do it and you want to leave it, you know, for, for the people that come behind you, um, you make decisions um, that you're proud of, but that you, um, that you know, um, put you in a position to succeed and, and it put you in a position to, um, pay your bills and to, you know, to move <laughs> forward and things like that. And so, um, you know, I have, I have great, great pride in, and what, you know, we've accomplished here and in, in the amount of time that we've been here and, and, um, and, and, I'm very proud of of the name that my uh, family has established in, yeah. in this industry and in Kentucky, and I will never <clears throat> or don't intend to ever do anything to hamper that or to you know to to and 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 as such when when we talk about Kentucky Owl or or what I try to do you know publicly or who I try to be in my life or, you know, or, or, or opening a door for somebody yeah. or, you know, I mean, it, it's just, uh, you know, you, it sounds really lame, but it's the, the you know, or, or, but, you know, I, I try to, everything I do is with the intent of kind of carrying on a, a legacy and a tradition and, and, and being, you know, uh, someone that's well thought of and, and somebody that yeah. people want to be around. And, 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 you know, I don't, um, I don't want to be thought of somebody that puts out, you know, phony whiskey or, or, or whatever, you know, and I'll, I'll stand by whatever I've put out. I have no problem that people don't like some of it and, and that's okay. Sure. And, and, and that's, you know, but, um, but I, I you know, I, I believe that it's, you know, it's, it's something I'm proud of and, and, you know, and, and so that's really, um, I don't even know if I really answered your question, but. <laughs> well, but you want to keep doing this for as long as you can, right? I certainly do. I yeah. certainly do. And, um, you know, it's, uh, I'm finally kind of starting to get the balance down of, you know, like time away to, you know, I just, I, I Wednesday, Tuesday morning, um, 8 a.m. flight out, Chicago, all day Tuesday, all day Wednesday. Got back to my house about 10 o'clock Wednesday night, you know, so I did, the, like, the, you know. Um, but I love it. I love going. I love meeting yeah. people. I love I love telling that story. I love being a part of that. You know, I had this guy come up to me, and he was like, you know, they, they make us come to these trainings all the time. And whether it's a winemaker or whatever you know and they, they they have their powerpoint and all that stuff you know and 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 the guy looked at me and he said i'll tell you something this, this is the most powerful one i've ever been to and i was like well, wow you know what's that about <laughs> he's like he's like from the uh he said we came in sat down as soon as you walked in the room you went around and shook everybody's hand and said nice to meet you thank you for being here and he was like nobody does that and i was like well, i that's just what I mean. You took out, you, you know, you you're here. Thank you. I, I appreciate you being here. And you know, that's just 
I love that. I love telling that story. I love being part yeah. of that. I love, and I don't want somebody else telling that story. I want to be the one telling that story. So, so finding the balance to be here and do what I got to do here, or not what I got to do, but you know, to to do this. Yeah. And, no, um, I, I I I think that people understand what you mean. Yeah, by, but by um, so I'm starting to I'm starting to find that, and uh, uh, but yeah, I have I have no um, I have no plans to um, you know stop doing this anytime soon. Sorry to interrupt you there, Perry, but we got to talk about our sponsor this week, and that is the Restillery. So the Restillery is a company that builds lamps out of old used bourbon bottles, and they are absolutely beautiful pieces of work. I can attest to that myself. Dustin and the gang over there sent me a lamp, actually, and it is a Blanton's bottle sitting on top of a barrel head and surrounded by the Blanton's corks. Uh, and if you know anything about the Blanton's Corks, you know that if you get all of them, it spells out uh, the name Blanton's, and it looks like a jockey who's running a race all the way through and, of course, winning. And it's super beautiful, and I love it a lot. And they are currently doing, as well, their holiday charity event over on Facebook, uh, a, a link to which you can actually find below in the description of this episode. So definitely go and check them out. They're great people. Their products are amazing. And you definitely want to get one in time for the holidays, too. Uh, it's going to make a great gift for the bourbon lover in your life, of course. But anyway, thank you to the Restillery so much for all that they've done for the show. And now, back to me and Dixon. identify more of as your legacy the Beaumont Inn or Kentucky Owl that's tough um, because I feel like right now Kentucky Owl is you know is is, is getting a lot more attention um, you know just because we're you're growing nationally or whatever, but um, I still identify much more with being Dixon Dedman, fifth generation innkeeper of, of Beaumont Inn, than I do of you know Dixon Dedman, Kentucky Owl. I mean, this is you know, I, I, Kentucky Owl is, is a big part of my life right now, and has been for the last several years. Beaumont Inn has been a part of my life since. You're the moment I was Since born. Since you were born, yeah. And um, Kentucky Owl is a was a you know, has been a great ride for me. Um, I've met a lot of wonderful people and done a lot of wonderful things and things I never thought I would be fortunate enough to do. Um, but you know, my I think back about the people who were most instrumental in my life, and and they're you know my my father, my grandfather, my mother, my grandmother. Um, you know, and, 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 and being raised in the end. I mean, I was raised. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, um, well, you know, right now, snapshot right now, Kentucky House probably, you know, what, yes, I don't know. But, but I, you know, <laughs> I, I, I identify, I think, you know, if I had to close my eyes and say who I, if you, you said, who are you? You know, the first thing that would come out of my mouth would be fifth generation, you know, but it, yeah. it, would, it would be the Beaumont End thing, not the, 
not whiskey maker, not whiskey blender, not um, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, you know, and and I don't. It's funny, like you go to those things, and it, it, I'm oftentimes you know called a master distiller. I'm no master, distiller. but you're not, yeah. Um, and I'm oftentimes referenced um, with people I have no business. No business <laughs> being, I, I have no business sitting at the table with some of the people, you know, and I, it's, it's, it's true. It's, it's the honest to goodness truth. And, um, you know, I couldn't, I have no business carrying Jimmy or Eddie Russell's lunchbox. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just, I know that. Well, to, to that end though, how do you get along with, the the other greats in the industry with the with the actual master distillers. I mean, is it? Wait, wait, wait. Let me back you up there. <laughs> Did you? I'm I'm happy for you to reference the greats in the industry. <laughs> but don't you put my name anywhere near that. I'm not taking list. that out. I'm leaving it. No, I'm take that out. <laughs> well, how do you how do you commingle them with uh, the the actual master distillers then and and the people who have you know established themselves with these brand names i mean are you accepted by them have you found that you have your own kind of niche relationship with with some of these figures in the industry or are you you know on your own no no, no. i um <clears throat> i am very very fortunate to call a lot of those people friends um, I am very fortunate to, um, shoot, I, you know, I, I'm just happy sometimes when they remember my name, you know, sure. um, but I um, sat down with one of them today, Jim Rutledge. Yeah, you know. we've, we've met. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I, you know, I, I, I know, I know exactly who I am and I know, I I know who deserves the respect, and um, you know I I was raised that way, and you know I so I I don't I'm very fortunate to be um, accepted and and I think respected, um, and, sure. and and that's the feeling that I get. And that's that's something I'm very proud of, and something I appreciate, and something that um, I take very you know seriously. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not a like I have no no business, um, and don't consider myself anywhere near you know the level of of, of individual that you're you're talking about. Sure. You know, I um, and but. Um, it's 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 a great honor sometimes when yeah. you know when when you you know and, and I remember I gave a bottle of Kentucky Owl in front of a big group of guys one time to I won't tell you who it was <laughs> but it was it was it was somebody of the, it was it was a, a very um, well known well respected it's not Jim Rutledge <laughs> um, but some, and and it, it was it was it was pretty. It's pretty damn cool. This guy, you know, there's all these guys around. And I said, hey, I haven't seen you in forever. I wanted to bring you this. And he said, I'll be right back. It went, 
and he got a pin and brought it back and said, "We signed it for me." Yeah, yeah. And and you know, I that was you know, and of course the other problem was that everybody that was there was like, "Oh my God, he's there!" But um, you know, it wasn't it, that was not lost on me. But oh, I of don't, course not. You know, I um. And, I, and let me be very clear as well. You know, while we, I, I don't, there, there, there are the the old guard. There's the new guard, and the new guard, um, very, very talented, very, very capable, very, very intelligent. You know, and and I'm not in that. I'm not there either. Sure. You know, I'm a, I'm a guy that puts some stuff together because, you know, I started drinking too much at a young age or something like that. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, I, I just, I don't, I'm very proud of, of where I am and, and I think of the reception we've, um, you know, we get and I'm, I'm very proud of the way I'm received both in the, in the bourbon community and in the bourbon industry. Um, but I, you know, I have to remind myself uh, to make sure to point out, you know, that, that I, I'm, not you know, I, I, and and I don't really. It's not like that's where I want to be. Like it's not where you know. I just sure. I, I'm, I'm, you know, just cognizant of the fact that you know it, it's often misunderstood, and I don't want people to to think that I misunderstand myself for some you know icon of the industry. Or You're something aware. Like that. Yes. Do you consider yourself more of a whiskey blender or a whiskey sipper? Um, I'm, I'm definitely a whiskey drinker. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to be kind in my, uh, yeah, yeah, my no, initiative um, there. I really, I really love the way that the, the Kentucky Owl process has evolved. Um, it's, it's oftentimes, um, a very, this, doesn't sound right, but I don't mean to say therapeutic, but um, the 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 more that has 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 happened with Kentucky Owl, the more there is um, you know, there's just a lot more outside stuff. There's a lot more of the of the media stuff. There's a lot more of the you know the market visits and the um, you know the the taste you know and yeah. and so. Um, you know the like locking myself in this room and 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 laying out the samples you know 60 80 100 samples and 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 really trying to you know to to just focus on dialing in a blend and and see where it goes and see what develops you know that that's that's something i truly 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 enjoy um, I truly love it and and you know you talk about thinking of myself as a blender i mean i, I do think of myself as a blender um, but it's, it, it is, gosh, this is going to sound lame. It is <laughs> almost like a bit of, um, an artistic thing, you know, not I mean, lame at all. It's, it's, not it's, lame it's, at all. it's one of those, um, you know, I, if I, you know, if I could, if I had like a studio and, and actually had the ability to paint and you just kind of put on some music and tune everything else out and just paint or, you know, and, and, and for me, I mean, it does involve whiskey, but, 
um, you know, just kind of that, that locking yourself in and there's really nobody else involved and there's nobody you have to answer to and there's nobody, you know, and I'm just, I'm just dialed in on trying to, um, trying to create something. And, and that's, um, you know, that's, that's probably what I enjoy most about, about what, you know, what's, what's going on and what we're doing. So Kentucky Owl is your canvas then? Oh yeah. 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 That's, that's good. <laughs> I'm going to use that. <laughs> I'm ready to pour something else. Yeah. You want something? Sure. Um, yeah. So I have this uh, this Russell's pick from BHG, um, or I have this Knob Creek 14-year pick that came out of the barrel at 121 proof. Mm, I, I'm, it's your call. You know, I, I, I'm up for anything. Okay, with a, either or? Yeah. Uh, well, let's – I say it, we can get to both at some point, okay. but I say we start with the Russell's then because it's a little bit lower proof. Okay. That's a – that's okay by you. Uh, so we touched on a so little how bit. How old is that? Uh, this has got to be from 20. Uh, let's see. OBC opened in 2013 or 2014. So it's got to be five or six years old. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. obviously the old. Yeah. Oh, look. 2014. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. I, um, know. I don't know when they changed the, the label. Fairly. Fairly recently, I would say, but... No, it's been a couple of years. Has it? Yeah. Oh. So, long enough for me to forget when they mm -hmm. actually did it. But it's an O. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I, it's, I don't remember them doing... It was got to be one of the first sure. O's. Yeah. Because um, they were only, when they started the program, like C, C's and G's and some H's or sure. something like that. Yeah, they weren't getting that, that far into it. Um, you ever done a Russell's pick? I've not done a Russell's pick yet. I've done two Buffalo Trace picks, um, one at Four Roses and then one at uh, Jim Beam. For Russell's, Russell's pick will change your life. Yeah? Yeah. Hanging out with, uh, with Eddie and doing it's all that? It's just, it is so uh, laid back. It is so easygoing. It is so, it, it is just, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd love to sometime, too. I mean, I know, of course, plenty of people that... Uh, Mm. at OBC, so I think I could, you know, manage to Ooh. make that happen. <laughs> That's a balance of, like, super, like, sweet, but also some kind of the kind of floral yeah. as well. Yeah, there's know, a little cool. bit of, like, kind of dark chocolate mm -hmm. bitters, bitterness to it, kind of nestled in between the two, I think. Um, but it, it's such a, it's such a different nose, from any Russells that I've ever experienced, but it, it's certainly certainly one of the best noses I've ever found on a on a a pick or any whiskey, for that matter. And you you keep going back to it too. They, you really seem to be processing, you know. What, yeah, well, what's going on? It's on the a nose very thing. it's a very complex nose. There is a lot. It's not a. It's not a one sniffer. No, so I always use these glasses in tastings because you get the higher proof and you throw Glen Cairns in there and people stiff, you know, like stick their nose down in a really like and and they're done. You know what I mean? Like sure. it's just it's it's over. Yeah. Um, the benefit, and I'm not a glass knob by all means. I, yeah, <laughs> people ask me all the time, like, how do you drink your whiskey or what glass do you prefer? And my answer is always a clean one. You know, like that's that's it. <laughs> that's that's 
that's how I feel about it. But and and what um, is the actual title of these glasses? I don't know, they're little six ounce wine glasses. Okay, they look we, like wine yeah, glasses. Fair yeah, enough. Uh, yeah, and they're just um, they're things that we had. I mean, I, I, they're just something that I tend to gravitate towards. But what I find about these is, and they they have a bit of a, a taper, but oftentimes at the like at the ba- at the bottom you can pick up a different note than you can pick up at the top. And oh, yeah. You know, it's just, it, I don't know why, yeah. but, you know, you can kind of get different things instead of them being kind of one trick. Um, it seems like the top in this instance, you know, it is finding the, the lighter notes. Right. So some right. of the fruitier. So you get to the bottom, and there, it's that more of that kind of rich, um, I, I get your chocolate, and yeah. I'm getting that kind of a little bit butterscotch the further up you get they get a little more floral and and, and fruity yeah absolutely i like these glasses i'm gonna have to yeah. <laughs> get a set of them at some i walk out of this room and six of them will be gone <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of that complexity too is carried over into the palette as well wow <laughs> Am I going to be able to leave with this bottle? I, I, no, I, no, it's just, um, and I am a Russell's fan. There's a, this is going to get me in trouble probably, but there's a certain um, elegance to this that, you know, it does, it, you know, Russell's oftentimes is that kind of full flavored, um, heavier, and I love it. I mean, it's, 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 you know, it's, this is a very, very modest in 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 yep. the, you know it's it's uh, wow that that's I was I was expecting this to be a little bit more um, robust not in and I'm not saying that like I'm disappointed I'm saying like this is it's a very elegant and and well balanced yeah I mean that's that's a great whiskey yeah absolutely and I was happy that this kind of fell into my lap when uh, you know like we were saying OBC started selling their their picks to through through BHG. But anyway, um, one of the things, too, that we touched on earlier, of course, was the uh, the distillery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was your initial vision with that? I can remember talking um, about a distillery years ago and thinking how cool it would be to have a home you know, yeah. for the brand again and how cool it would be to have, um, you know, a, a site and a place and a, you know, and, and, and in a sense of, you know, a, a, a living, breathing thing that you could go and touch yeah. and feel. Of course. And, and when in, in our, in the infancy of not that it's like been around since the beginning of time, but in the MC of the kind of rebirth of Kentucky Owl, um, what we were doing and what we were trying to do um, and what we were trying to accomplish didn't mesh with managing a facility that was producing every single day. Sure. Um, you know, we were, and, and it's, it's weird to, not weird to think about, but, you know, we were we were trying to put we were putting we've been putting we were putting away new fills from from the time we started it. But I'm talking twenty here and right. thirty there and right. forty there and um, 
Kentucky Owl was a funny thing at that time because we would we would sell a batch and take a little bit of like a little bit of money for ourselves, not much money at all. Sure. And then reinvest everything back into new fills. And then when it came to the end of the year or tax time, and I had to, you know, on paper, it looked like I had made all this money. <laughs> and you hadn't. And <laughs> I didn't have all that money. Um, <laughs> and that, there were a couple of meetings with the, you know, my CPA, and I was like, what? <laughs> I what? Say what? I don't know where that money is. <laughs> yeah. So um, the you know I, I the what we were what was working and what worked um, for us was was create you know finding stuff rebarreling it you know re you know putting yeah. it you know, working with it developing it manipulating it and then putting these blends together and and, and growing it that way and. The operation of the overhead of, um, you know, a, 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 a facility every day and, and taking that, you know, that was just, that was something that, you know, sounded great, but was just not, you know, not something I was interested in, not a path I was interested in, in going down. And when, when I talked to Stoli, when we talked to Stoli, um, they were were very upfront and open about their interest in a facility and creating right. a facility. And and you know I know it's just us talking. Nobody's you know, nobody listens to this, right? <laughs> uh, but you know, cover they, your ears, kids. They, you know, it's not. This is not just a um, Kentucky owl. I mean, it's, it's Kentucky Owl, but there will be, this will support other brands. This will sure. hopefully support a, a family of brands. Yeah. Um, but, you know, part of part of what, what made them attractive um, to me, part of why, you know, we kept listening, I kept listening specifically um, about that part of the, uh, you know, was, was to see this... Um, this big part of my family's history and, 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 and story have a home and, and to be able to have a place to tell, you know, tell that story that tells that story. And, that, I'm, that, it, and I'm sure too, that other people cared about it, you know, helped you a little bit sure. too. In yeah, absolutely. But I mean, um, again, you know, so the Stoli does, you we were attracted to Stoli because we were ultra premium. We were in that ultra premium category. Right. Stoli is is an ultra premium company. That's yeah. that's the space that they want to operate in. They sure. Don't. Um, and and so they're you know they're they're not going to do. They're not going to build a little metal building in the middle of a field and call it you know their distillery. Sure. The you know and 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 so um, you know I, I'm 
I'm completely blown away with with what you know the plans are and the opportunity to be a part of that and and the opportunity to play a small role in in that big operation. Um, I'm excited about the opportunity to have some. I, mean, I think I think you know uh, I. I my role won't change. There will be, um, you know, we can bring on some of the best people we can find to be a yeah, part of this whole thing. Of course. So, well, I mean, but it it seems like you're kind of, you're kind of downplaying your importance in this, though. I mean, it, to say that you are a small part of it, it it seems like an understatement to me because, you know, it it, it is a product of your relationship with Stoli and the fact that you had the the vision to step forward with something like Kentucky Owl and that you know it, it, other people wanting to latch on to that aside you know you are I, I, I think you're downplaying your role in this a little bit well you're right. I'm totally <laughs> responsible for all of and, it. And it goes no, back to I mean, it, to what you're saying. I mean, you, you it does come across how humble you are. Well, it, like, I, honestly. I just, I mean, that that somebody would 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 feel as strongly as they do about you know putting this type of investment and and, and this type of of, of long term program together is is really difficult for me to wrap my mind around not because I'm not proud of what we're doing but because you know I, I just am doing what I love to do and and and, and fortunate enough to be able to do it of course so, does, that, does that make sense I mean, no I, I don't mean to absolutely like I'm not trying to sound ungrateful or no absolutely you know, not I mean, I, and and the way that I perceive that too is as you know th- this has exceeded your expectations for oh, yeah. for your brand, you know. I mean, the the, the fact that you know be, because it it does kind of come across that you wanted to start Kentucky Owl, and that was just kind of it. Like it was you operating, you know. And 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 I I'm sure that you have a team behind you, you know, to to make that happen. But it didn't. It doesn't sound necessarily like you know, somebody approached you. It was your vision, and... Yeah, know. well, and I, you know, I, let me make sure that credit is given where credit is due, and, and a lot of credit is given to, you know, my partners in the initial venture, Mark and Sherry Carter. I mean, I, you know, would not be here, not anywhere remotely close to where we are without them. They are, they were a big part of what we started and a big part of, 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 of where, you know, I mean, it wouldn't have happened without them, so I don't, you know... I, I don't. I don't ever like to not ensure that they get credit for being a huge part of this, um, and they they certainly were, and 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 certainly are some of my dearest friends. And absolutely. And, and, and I, you know, I honestly, I you know, the the relationship that I have now, uh, you know, part of. Part of, part of the whole deal is because, you know, I was able to, I, I can get hit by a bus tomorrow. 
Like, I could totally get hit by, by a bus walking across the, the street. For the love of God, don't. Well, please. I mean, and, and let's be honest. There aren't a whole lot of buses in Harrisburg, Kentucky. But I could, <laughs> but, you know, I, my, my wife and my children are taken care of if something happens to me tomorrow. And that, sure. you talk about sleeping at night. Like, that is, that's something that's it really, helps. really important to me. Sure. Um, and so, you know. Because family's a big part of this for you too. It's a huge part of it. It's all of it. It's, it's you know, it's it's yeah. all of it. Do you foresee Kentucky Owl outliving you? Then I hope so. Yeah, sure. And it, it, whether or not it's your your direct descendants or you know somebody else along the line that you know wants to take up that mantle. You know, I hope. Um, I hope that brand, I hope Kentucky Owl becomes synonymous. When people say bourbon, I hope they think Kentucky Owl. I mean, uh, you know, it's the, of course, you know, why, why wouldn't why you? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. You know, um, and my son the other day came home from school with this little piece of paper, and it was a, it, he had drawn on it, and it's like, um, like the teacher wrote at the top, when I grow up, dot, 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 and then, uh, and then he, you know, he drew the picture. He drew this picture. And then under it, it says, I want to work with my dad. And, you know, and it was a picture of. And your and son's I. how old? He's five. <laughs> and so cool. he's my middle. He's my middle. And, and I, you know, and I, I, maybe that's Beaumont Inn. Maybe that's Kentucky Owl. Maybe it's Beaumont Inn and Kentucky Owl. Maybe that's it's, so cool, though. Um, maybe we do some things really wrong and we're like cleaning, you know, restrooms at a at a rest stop one day I, I don't know but you know i mean that's yeah. I, it was it, it, it was pretty cool it's 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 being framed right now <laughs> so it's not a it's not a refrigerator piece it's a uh oh yeah hanging on the yeah, wall it's, piece. it's on the wall piece yeah that's a keeper good deal all right so we have one more pour left before us before we okay. kind of wrap things up no so, i might have to bring out something you know but man i i'm totally okay with that i mean that's all you know. Or did you just plan on me drinking all your booze and then, you know. <laughs> okay, so the last thing that I brought then okay. uh, was this Knob Creek pick that I was actually a part of. Oh, cool. Um, I, I went with uh, with Liquor Barn, mm -hmm. and we wound up picking two bourbons and two ryes. This was one of the two bourbons. Nice. It was 14 years old and came out of the barrel at 121 proof. Okay. So they so only had to add about barrel proof, right? a, as close to barrel proof Knob Creek as you can get. And uh, spoiler alert, I have a little sample for Will and the Grease <laughs> that they haven't tried yet. It's okay. in a blind flight, but, you know, they don't, they don't know that, so I'm actually probably going to cut that out a little bit. Also, this cork sucks. Oh, I think I did. Did you tell them you – or that was on the Southern Whiskey um, – on that podcast when you got on there and left on that flight. Is this yeah. part of the flight mm -hmm. that you left? Okay. Yeah. But what do you think about the nose on this yeah, one? Yeah, it's big. I mean, it's big. Yeah. I mean, it has kind of that that barrel proof nose to it, we, we, and, and I mean, it, it has been proofed down a little bit, mm -hmm. but it does still have the really strong oak on the nose. Yeah, it does, but it's not. Um, this doesn't scream beam. You know what I mean? Like this didn't that sure. kind of nutty thing that that just like the nuttiness, like dead giveaway. Yeah. yeah um, in the tasting I did last night, we did the. Um, had the 25th anniversary Knob Creek in there. Oh yeah, and it's well, yeah. it's well, it's wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's a very, 
I think the, the and, and that's all single barrels as well. But the one that the, you know that the, the we had that I opened or, or had open was a very on-profile Knob Creek. I would not consider this uh, like an overly on-profile. So, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And you were talking earlier too about how you like the kind of off-profile picks. Mm-hmm. So and and you just took a sip too. Is this palate wise off sip for you or off no, no, no. off palate? Excuse me. No, and it's not. And it um, it's a very um, it's a very subtle. Sometimes Knob Creek single barrel, one hundred and twenty proof um, picks the. the I don't, I don't mean to say abrasive or aggressive, but the finishes can be very powerful. And yeah. Very, you know, uh, and this is a very, you know, mild and kind of, it just, it kind of spreads across the back yeah. of the palate, but Absolutely. It's, it's not like it goes racing to the back and, you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, this is, especially for barrel proof, this is a very, um, uh, the, the finish on this is not overly, um, it just doesn't, it doesn't like come, come in you know swinging it, yeah. it, it just kind of spreads across the back that's nice so i one of the things that i i find interesting too is to talk to people in your position about what their their taste profile is so what do you consider your palate to be or, or lean more towards it's interesting an interesting question and and you know i think it's a hard hard question to answer almost because i i like to think that i have an appreciation for um good whiskey and sure i i i, I really enjoy scotch really um i really enjoy the peaty scotch. Yeah. And I really enjoy the Highland single malt scotch. Sure. And I enjoy Irish whiskey. And I enjoy really light and mild um, and and easy to drink, low proof bourbon. Sure. And I like heavy, full bodied, barrel proof bourbon. And um, I, honestly, the, the, you know, I love rye whiskey. Really love good, really good rye whiskey. Yeah, um, I don't like bad rye whiskey, but I like. Really <laughs> good. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, I, I may have just described somebody who likes to drink too much rather than somebody <laughs> who you know can can determine what they you know. What, sure. Um, but I, I it's it's hard for me to say. Oh, this is you know. I mean, people will jump and say, Oh, I I I like barrel proof weeded bourbon or yeah. uh, you know i mean um and again i i'm looking for where it it registers with me on the palate and in my mind when it gets towards the sides when i taste it on the sides of my tongue um it starts to get bitter uh, it starts to okay. get, I think, green, I think, yeah. tannic, I think, um, you know, and, and so that, those are things that I don't, you know, don't go for. For example, you know, building, um, 
I honestly think batch seven is one of the best examples of this, of Kentucky Ohio, um, where I just I ended up with this combination of, of really nice sweetness on the front of the palate that carries all the way through, and there's a, 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 a spice or a finish on the back end. It was like you could draw a line from the tip of your tongue all the way back. Yeah. And, um, and, and that's, you know, and I just thought that that was a great representation of total complexity. Um, and and yeah. so, I, I don't know, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know that I could, maybe I'm not smart enough to be able to say, oh, this is what kind of palate I have or something like that. I'm, I'm not really sure, but. I don't think um, it's an intelligence thing by like any do you, well, How would you answer that question? For me, it's the it, it, kind of the same way that you did it, but but in terms of you know, so totally ducking it is what you're saying. Like <laughs> I, I, that's what I did. I I realized I just totally ducked it. <laughs> it. For me, it's more of like what I tend to prefer flavor wise. Mm -hmm. You know, not necessarily you know how it hits my palate, but you know whether or not you know what I find to be enjoyable meshes well together or you know i can visit and revisit you know upon re-drinking certain mm -hmm. certain whiskeys mm -hmm. so I, I you know it it's never really one particular answer you know mm -hmm. I, i'm just always interested in finding out how different people approach that the, the answer to that question sure. because it's always you know it's it's the same reason that you don't find exactly the same whiskey from Four Roses to Maker's Mark to Heaven Hill, you know? I mean, everybody has something a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And it could be, you know, that you are building off of something that has already been established or you're creating something new, you know? that, And that's what excites me, too, about bourbon is, you know, the innovation that comes about and building upon the heritage and the legacies of, you know, bourbon drinkers past mm -hmm. and everything. But... You know, one of my probably well, not one of like my favorite thing about doing the tastings that you know I do here at the end is is not to put five things of of a similar profile in front of people, but put five very different things in front of them and and tell them up front you're gonna like some of these and you're not gonna like some of these right and 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 I've done my job if you can tell the difference, you know, <laughs> and I've done my job. If, if you can appreciate why you like that or what about it you like. And, right. And, and, um, and I, you know, I, I love when people sit down and they have this preconceived notion like, Oh, I've heard about that and I know it's really expensive. So that's going to be my favorite. And at the end they're like, it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it's the Pappy uh, effect. Yeah, right. Right. But, and I, <laughs> And and sometimes it is. Sometimes sometimes Pappy is their favorite. You sure. know, and it just um but I you know, I think I think that's the, the fun part about it. And and that's you know, and you find out what you gravitate towards and what you you know, what you like and oftentimes I think what you like is you know, not you can't say it's this or it, it's this product or whatever. It's it's like I you know, what what would what would what would the perfect bourbon be for you if you were to be able to like, if you had to describe what you would look for in the perfect right. bourbon, what, what would that look like? Right. You know, that's a, yeah. that, that would be a fun thing to do with people. Sure. Is, 
so so Dixon has also brought to the table a couple of things. Uh, one of them is the newest release of the Old Forester Birthday Bourbon. The other, I don't think you're going to disclose to me what that actually is. No, never. Yeah, I didn't think so. But it, it it's you. a it's <laughs> take all your take all your fancy equipment. <laughs> but it's a rye whiskey. Um, so did this go into one of the batches of uh, this Kentucky Owl Rye? This is the this is actually batch three rye. Oh yeah, at barrel proof. Okay. Yeah. Oh snap, man. Yeah. That's exciting. <laughs> and not where I thought this was going to go. Okay, well, I, I think we should start with the, uh, with the birthday bourbon, though, because... No, I'm excited. So I got this bottle um, and opened it, and I was... And this this is a no... Um, and, you know, maybe, maybe we're going to taste this live on your... No, we are. Yeah. yeah. But... I have to be totally honest that when um, my my relationship the last several years with birthday bourbon was, man, I love how this smells. I love how this smells. Sure. And then I would taste it, and, and I would so kind of be like, ah, oh, I really wish that this tasted as good because <laughs> it the nose was. He- I mean, the nose is just gorgeous. Yeah. And, you know, this year this stuff's hundred and um, one hundred and one, right? Yeah. yeah, and um, and the nose like knocked me down. It was completely off. It, it's not the normal birthday bourbon nose, but it is similar to Old Forester products, though. I would yeah, say but it's, it's just got, not. I keep bourbon. getting all this red fruit in it, like like real. Oh yeah, like real. Like real cherries. Yes, like cherries. Like yeah. I get, and so I'll be interested to see, but it was total red fruit, total cherry, like, and it, and it, and, and so I waited for it to disappoint, but I felt like the cherries came through on the palate. Like I felt like it was, oh, it definitely does. It holds up. Yeah, the the taste on the palate it holds up so much more to the nose than normal birthday bourbons for me. And the finish is so good. So I was I was really excited about um, about this bottle. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I, I was. This is again, definitely one of the more of inviting and interesting birthday bourbons yeah. of recent memory because I thought that last year kind of fell a little bit flat. Honestly, I don't know. I, I don't know why I, I keep I hearken back to 2013 as if it was the greatest year for whiskey of all time. But it was <laughs> it was the year of the, 2000, the 2013 birthday bourbon was was fabulous. The, um, that uh, 2013 the, Four Roses. Yeah, the, the 125 yeah. Four Roses. Is, it, that was like the that was the bourbon that made me go over the top. Yeah, like that's the one that sent me over the edge. Yeah. Um, I still have many of those <laughs> uh, that I have collected and yeah. that, you know, are, it's that, it, it's one of those special occasion, you know, bottles for me. My, um, 
our, our son, our second child was born, you know, so my wife's always like, why do you have so many of, of, of these? And I was like, well, they, look, there's birth year, but, you know, it's, we got, it's 2011, Sims was born this year, we gotta have some of those, and, you know, we got these 13s, right. you know. So. Yeah. But mm. I, I was, re- I am really, I'm really high on, on this, on this year's birthday bourbon. This is, and I, I think that the proof has really helped it as well. I mean, they, the fact that they went up a little bit, you know, to the 101. I agree. I mean, I, I, I just, I don't know. It was, it was a, it was a, it was a surprise to me how much I, <laughs> not how much I enjoyed it, but I, you know, I think they did a, you know. It's kind of, um, kind of cherry cola-ish. Not, not that it's like artificial flavored, mm-hmm. but it, it, it's just a very like, sweet and inviting bourbon and you know it you just i just started singing that lola song in my head when you said (laughs) (laughs) you know it it it's funny because we kind of you know as bourbon snobs or whiskey snobs or whatever turn our nose up at putting something like this into a a cocktail or something, but I think this would be a fantastic old-fashioned bourbon. I think that it would mingle really well with uh, with the bitters I and can, the, the I can go there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that it's uh, something that if anybody has uh, has this and is interested in making that, let me know. And uh. <laughs> yeah, I just it was it, it was there, but I, I thought you would enjoy this. This is I'm I'm typically skeptical. Not not skeptical, but Old Forster Birthday Bourbon is, you know, again, I always have the same um, expectation over the last several years, and I feel like this one kind of is 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 a little. It, this one delivered on both sides. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, what kind of, um, you know, as as we move into our last pour, which is this. Uh, the the barrel proof Alry batch yeah. batch three. Um, what kind of excites you about the whiskey market right now? What what keeps you wanting to be a part of it? I don't know. You know, I I realize that that there's everybody gets excited this time of the year and they're like, oh, there's hunting season or, <laughs> you know, or whatever. And um, I've been. I've been in the middle of um, redoing the whiskey list for the tavern for about the last three months, and it's because you try to keep it as accurate as you can, but every time um, I turn around, there's something new or something, you know, and I think that's, I mean, not a bad thing, but it's certainly a, a challenge um, and trying to, you know, to like, I'm ready for this release season to be over with, so that we can <laughs> establish what we got and what we're doing and it, what's what. Has this been kind of a challenging release season for you then, yeah, or I'm, I'm just, I'm just like sounding like a grumpy old man or something. Like <laughs> that, but, uh. Um, you definitely didn't just kill that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Little sample uh, bottle. Uh, there's no reason to leave a little bit at the bottom of the bottle. No, I didn't kill it. I put it in your glass. Now I know you did, but oh man. <laughs> yeah, this is... 
Oh, that nose is just... It's just heaven. Ah. This is this is 125 proof. Um, Doesn't smell like it. And I'm I'm not going to, I'm I'm not we're not going to release this at, at barrel proof. Sure. Only because, and it's not it's not because I, by all means, I prefer it at barrel proof. I have one of those little bottles in my house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of all of them. Um. But. You know, I it, rye rye at barrel proof is uh, not for. I don't mean to say it's not for everyone, but it. You know what the idea with the rye is to make it um, to not lose all the structure, the backbone, the complexity, and and the barrel to not lose that by diluting it so far that it just turns into like floor cleaner. Or whatever, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, um, of course. But to make it slightly more approachable than barrel-proof rye whiskey, this is there's a, a high rye content here. Well, of course. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know that it's 51, but I'm talking about high. High, high rye. And so yeah. at barrel-proof, oftentimes, if you're not prepared for it, this just becomes all big, spicy finish, and you lose the, the front end of it. And so it's, it's taken it down to the point where you kind of find that um, a little bit of the balance. But I can tell you that, you know, batch one was 110, 110.6, 110.0, I can't remember. Then batch two, totally out of my normal wheelhouse, ended up being much lower than I thought it was going to be. And I did that blind, and I didn't do it blind once. I did it blind, and I chose it four different times. Um, but I can that's, tell you... That's really cool. This is going <laughs> to be the highest proof release of Kentucky Owl Rye to date. Um, I can't imagine that it could get any better with water added to it. I mean, this this is an exceptional... I'm going to dial this back just a little bit. The other thing is, and I don't want to, like, or I will if you want me to, but <laughs> I won't go... go I, I won't get on my soapbox, but um, I'm fully committed to this third one being a... Um, it, it's it's going to be a 10-year-old age statement. Really? Yeah, because the ten-year-old stuff, the ten, these, this ten-year-old stuff is so interesting, freaking good. Yeah, and I don't, I don't really. My 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 rant is on age statements, which I will yeah. I will stay away from unless you want me to. But um, we are uh, an hour and fifty minutes into this episode. Yeah, so. well, I'm sure you're gonna cut a lot of it. But I, I you know, my point is like. This, this ten-year-old stuff is better than the eleven-year-old stuff. Wow! Like I don't want to keep it out of there. Sure, man. You so I'm, I, I, I have no interest in sitting and waiting for it. Like okay, watching the sure. clock tick eleven. Sure, you know, yeah. And even like you know, six months down the line. I mean, I, if if this is what's in the future. For Kentucky Owl Rye, I mean, well, cheers to you guys. <laughs> I, it's 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 a, it's good stuff. Yeah, um, absolutely. Dixon, I just want to say thank you so much for uh, opening up your uh, 
your home pretty much <laughs> to me and in the podcast and everything and being a gracious host and letting me kind of dive into your your family history and what what kind of makes makes you tick or makes you happy uh, you know I, I say this to you and I say this to you know the, your your listeners with all sincerity um, it's opportunities and I, I mean opportunities yeah to be able to talk about you know where I'm coming from and what what I believe in and yeah. the, and, and the things that that are important to me um, that's I, I treat that as an opportunity, um, not, uh, you know, not, not a, 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 oh, I get to go be on a podcast or, oh, I get, you know, sure. or whatever. Um, it, it's a, and I, I, I really am, am, am honored that you would give me the, the opportunity to kind of tell, you know, about what, what makes me tick, what makes me go, what makes me, you know, um, we beat it, that, but you know, to, to <laughs> yeah, at least uh, let no, me explain. No, you know what allows me to sleep at night, and that's that's yeah. that's, that's that's cool. And and for me, um, it's something I'm, uh, you know, I, I'm I appreciate, I'm grateful yeah. for, and 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 it's 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 a true, it's an honor. Well, it, I I really do appreciate that, but I just want to say too that you know the the fact that Chris Thomas invited you to Southern Whiskey Society, and that I was able to just approach you as a person. And be able to share pores with you and and chat. I mean, that to me was so encouraging just in terms of like, oh, I could totally email him and, you know, have a conversation with him at the very least about whether or not he would be, you know, willing to to come on the show. Um, so I, I really do appreciate you taking the time to sit down and, and, no, and drink and, with and me. I, I, let me, <laughs> one last thing. Like, yeah. I, I, I just... I know you're going to really. Um, I, I know this has probably been bothering you for a long time, and I, I need to. I need to apologize. I, I've been meaning to write you a thank you note for that Jim Beam sample since, and it, it's been on my list. And I just I, totally. Uh, I just haven't gotten around to it, and I'm really sorry. So. Oh, my grandmother would be so disappointed in you. <laughs> I just, I've been waiting on the stationery to come in, is what it is. Dixon Deadman, thank you so much for, for hanging thank out with you. me. Um, if you would like to follow up with the show, we are at My Bourbon Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can email us uh, using this is my bourbon shop at gmail.com if you have questions or comments. Leave us a five-star rate and review on iTunes, please. That helps us out so much trying to reach new listeners. Check out our apparel and merch at bourbonshop.threadless.com. And then if you want to become a patron of the show, you can head to patreon.com slash mybourbonpodcast for as little as a dollar a month. That really does help us out. Uh, you, you may not think it does, but it, it really does help us, and we would appreciate that. Thank you all so much for listening. Dixon, thank you for hanging out with me again. I appreciate it. I will see you next week, but until then, I'm Perry, and this is my Bourbon Podcast. Bye.